Chapter 9. A Disastrous Week for the Drill Sergeant Monday morning, Scott rushed out of his house and prepared to make sure everyone was being held accountable, just as Ray explained it to him. It was another magic bullet, Scott told himself. However, his excitement turned into dismay as soon as he reached the office. Two of his teammates wanted to talk to him, and they were both angry. Then another teammate was upset with someone else on the team. He spent the whole day dealing with their problems and trying to make people feel better. This happened every day during that week, and Scott's plans to make everyone responsible for their work didn't seem to be working. His accountability efforts seemed to have created a blame game with his team. He was not happy about this because up until now, he had always found Ray's advice to work wonders. Sitting at his desk, he wondered what went wrong. Just then, his best employee, Greg, entered his office and sat down. He looked at him in the eye and asked, Scott, why would anyone feel like working for a company that doesn't trust his employees? Scott didn't say anything as Greg added, everything was going really well for us, but now it feels like someone is constantly watching over us. What's the reason behind this? Scott apologized to Greg and suggested that he leave early that day. He told him, let's all get together on Monday morning and talk about it. Scott knew it had been a train wreck and that he had to pull back. This time when he arrived home, he walked past his wife and up to his room. He was so exhausted he went to sleep and didn't wake up until Saturday morning. Scott then drove to the airport to see Ray, who noticed immediately that Scott's attitude had turned sour as he stood with arms crossed and a resentful look on his face. Scott, I told you I wasn't finished. Don't tell me that you became the office drill sergeant. Sit down and let's talk. Scott sat down and admitted the week was a disaster. Accountability isn't working like you suggested it would, Ray. Scott, this isn't about discipline or giving orders. It's about establishing specific and measurable outcomes for everyone on the team, making sure that everyone understands those outcomes, and then finding ways to collaboratively discuss those outcomes. You left before I had a chance to explain this to you. Ray shared more. This is what can happen when you act like a big brother. This term describes your behavior when you're overbearing, controlling, and intrusive towards others. It can cause you to take on a paternalistic role in which you believe you know what's best for others and you try to dictate their actions and decisions. This behavior can have negative consequences for both you and those on the receiving end of your actions. Scott, acting like a big brother disempowers and undermines the autonomy of others. When you act this way, it causes resentment and frustration as your team members feel that their decisions and choices are not valued or respected. Do you think this is possibly how your team members felt last week? Scott nodded yes. When you are constantly overbearing and controlling, it creates a dynamic that is unhealthy and unproductive. It causes tension and conflict in relationships, as those on the receiving end feel that they aren't being heard or respected. This leads to a breakdown in communication and a lack of trust, which can be difficult to repair. Do you think it's too late, Ray? Did I ruin everything? Not at all, Ray replied. But you should move quickly. Go back to the office and apologize. Take responsibility for it, and you'll be surprised how forgiving your team will be. They're just as excited about the progress as you are and they want to get things back on track as well. Scott breathed the sigh of relief and then asked, So what then? If you say accountability is so important, what steps do I take? Ray walked back to the whiteboard and wrote down three words. Power, control, support. Ray explained, for some, 
The word accountability stands for the idea of power. This looks like a control freak boss that micromanages their team. Such a boss keeps people accountable through fear or intimidation instead of through rapport building or relationship. For others, the idea of accountability equals control. It looks like checking in on every single step, looking over everyone's shoulder. In this sort of situation, there's no room for creativity or innovation. It stifles the team. Power and control won't move your team forward. Does this sound like someone you know, Scott? Scott immediately recognizes Gary, but doesn't say anything. Does it have the opposite effect on you, Scott? He nodded and replied, yes, it actually has had the opposite effect. He then asked, so what, Ray? How does it work instead? Ray returned to the whiteboard and wrote, listen plus care plus support equals accountability that wins. Scott, we're looking for a balance here. You want the team to feel that they're winning, not losing. Everyone on your team needs to feel rewarded when the work gets done well. They all need to know you're there for them and that they are there for you. Accountability goes both ways because managers are just as accountable to employees as the other way around. Listen, care, and support your team, and everyone will feel invested in the future. That's the kind of accountability that will increase your productivity and creativity. Suddenly, the idea that accountability wasn't about discipline, but was about reward, made sense to Scott. Ray shared a bit more while they walked back to the airplane. It looks like you've been working on the engine, Ray. Indeed, I have. By next week, she'll be roaring to life once again. I can hardly wait. They smiled at each other, and Scott turned back to walk to the office. The idea of supporting the team really appealed to Scott, and it was certainly going to be more fun than to deliver bad news or administer discipline.